good morning everyone i welcome you to another wonderful day it's a day of fever for someone that's listening to my voice this morning my name remain ayabami falaromi this is the seventh episode of the second pillar of destiny the pillar of faith and today we'll be looking at the stronghold of faith in this particular episode the stronghold of faith in zechariah chapter 9 verse 12 the scripture say turn you to the stronghold ye prisoners of hope even today do i declare that i will render double unto thee so don't forget that faith begins with the word of god but does not end with it there are extra things that gives faith the backing to produce and this thing Bishop Wede will call the stronghold of faith. Let's quickly look at the examples of Abraham. Abraham, which is our pattern of faith in the scripture. You know, whenever you are confronted with an issue, it is always good to look at those who have faced such challenges before and overcome them. So you can take a clue from what they did and overcome your own situation as well. You know, the Bible enjoys us in Isaiah 51 verse 2 to look unto Abraham our father. Now, what was the stronghold of Abraham's faith? In Genesis 12, 1 to, 1 to 4, the Lord instructed Abraham to get thee out of his country, from his kindred and from his father's house, until Elijah is going to show him. And in verse 4, the scripture says, So Abraham departed, as the Lord has spoken unto him. So after God told Abraham to leave his country, he didn't go about singing, he didn't rise up and started praying, he didn't rise up and started rejoicing, he didn't rise up and started meditating. What he does is that the Bible says, and Abraham departed. He simply departed. So obedience is the stronghold of faith. In Genesis 17, God enacted a covenant with Abraham, which demanded his him circumcising himself and his entire household. The Bible recorded that and Abraham took Ismail, his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were brought with his money, and every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their skin in the self same day as God has said unto him. Genesis 17:23. I want you to see the word in the self same day. So it was not just obedience, but the lightsome and prompt obedience. That was what helped the faith of Abraham that God accounted it for him as righteousness. Obedience was the stronghold of Abraham's faith. It was the instrument he engaged in committing God to his lifting, his welfare, and his glorious destiny. In John 8, verse 9, Jesus said, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. And merely chanting the blessing of Abraham is not what brings you blessing. But doing the works that Abraham did, which is the work of obedience. I consider obedience, therefore, as the hardest currency in the kingdom. It has the highest purchasing power, as anything good and great can come your way through obedience. Have you not heard? If you be willing and obedient, you shall hear the good of the land. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. What is the word of obedience? How worthful, how valuable is obedience? After studying this subject of obedience, Bishop Rebo said he came to a certain conclusion that obedience equals divine wisdom. Matthew 17, which is what distinguishes men on the heart for whatsoever is from above and is above only. He as well said obedience equals signs and wonder. John 2 5, whatsoever is said unto you, do it at the wedding at Canaan of Galilee. He said, All those heart head breaking prayers. 
won't deliver to you what obedience will deliver to you. And this is what a lot of Christians does not know. We usually think we can pray our way through. But when you are praying, God gives you a certain instruction. Until you obey that instruction, the wonders in your prayer cannot be enacted. Look at Abraham. Go thee to thy kindred, to thy father's house. And excuse me, and Abraham departed. The Lord asked him to circumcise and his children. And the Bible said, in the self same day, when the Lord asked him to go and sacrifice his son, the Bible said, and in the morrow, as in, in the following morning, he rose up quickly to do as the Lord said. This is the stronghold of faith, obedience. Bishop said, obedience also equals prosperity. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, this book of the law should not depart from your mouth. Meditate in it day and night. And so you will make your way prosperous and successful. So just observe to do what he commands. And you will make your way prosperous and have good success. He said in their ministry, they have some levels of success when they are in the learning at the start of the ministry. But obedience to God's command to move took them to Kaduna and led them into a higher level of success. But when he again commanded them to move to Lagos, they did. And the success in Lagos is greater than what they had in Kaduna. Even when God asked them to move from Kaduna, I'll be from Lagos to Ota, where they are presently, and look at the tremendous success. Have you not heard? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. So there's no substitute for obedience. Prayer and fasting are a waste of energy if you live in disobedience. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 24 to 28. Obedience will always commit God and make your life colorful and viable and fulfilling. Abraham triumphed by heat. You too, you will triumph by heat. A lot of people are complaining of lack and they have not. The reason is that they are not ready to obey the instructions of God, the principle of the scripture for provision, for prosperity, for abundant provision. Look at the word of God in Deuteronomy chapter 28 from verse 1. Say, if you diligently gain and observe to do, all these have come, commanded you to this. All this blessing shall come upon thee. It's natural. So when you are not ready to diligently hearken and observe to do this, the instruction of God in the scripture, the blessing cannot come upon you. It's a natural truth that all of us need to know. Now, what is the end product of obedience? What is the end product of obedience? In 4 John chapter 5 verse 3, the Bible said, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. His commandments are not grievous. Stop treating the word of God as it is a burden. As it is a burden. It's not a burden. It's not grievous. His commandment is not because God is not a wicked God. He's a, he's a wonderful father. So his commandments are not grievous. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them. It, it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be love of my father. And I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him. John 14, 21. So the end product of obedience are supernatural manifestation, divine intervention, and the release of glory and beauty upon life of the obedient man, woman, or congregation. So there is no substitute for obedience in the school of faith. Whereas the word of God is the author of faith, obedience is the finisher of faith. The word you hear and believe is important until you do what it says. So it is when you do it that it becomes fruitful and produce eternal and viable result. So don't forget that Jesus is the word of God and also the pillar of obedience. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9, we were able to see 
Jesus Christ was obedient to God even unto the point of death. He humbled himself into obedience. And in verse 9, the Bible says, Wherefore, God also had highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name. Jesus is the epitome of obedience. He, as the word of God, is the author of our faith and also the finisher of our faith in his obedience. So nothing warms God's heart as, as obedience. It is the cheapest way to woo God in your favor. May the grace will be obedient to God's voice and command be imparted into everyone this morning in Jesus' name.